Hello. Turn it off. Hello, everybody out there. I'm Tom, W5KUB. Trying to get the audio level set. We're kind of loud tonight. Man. Hey, I'm W5KUB. Uh, that's my ham radio call. This show is all about amateur radio or ham radio. We're glad you're with us tonight. You might have tuned in on shortwave and just listening to the show on shortwave and maybe not realize what it is. We've been playing some uh, country music uh, the 30 minutes prior to the show. We usually do that every week. The show actually starts at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday nights on W5KUB.com. And we're so glad you're with us tonight. And uh, let me ask you a favor. If you're out there listening on International Shortwave, shoot us an email and tell us where in the world you are, how you're hearing the station, and so forth. It's, it's, we'd like to know uh, how we're doing on shortwave. And uh, you can send that email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub.com. We'd love to have you there. Looks like Glenn has uh, made it. Uh, let me get Glenn in here. I was afraid I was going to do the show by myself tonight, but that's okay. <clears throat> so, shoot us that email if you can. We'd love to uh, love to hear from you. Also, if you would, uh, hey, um, click on the uh, subscribe link, and let me help you out here. I put a little arrow here, so there should be a subscribe button down there somewhere. Uh, on Facebook, please uh, subscribe to uh, our, our show here. It really helps us out. It helps us to promote and, and uh, advertise our channel to new people. About 30% of people that come to the show each week actually find it by, you know, the little thumbnails that are on, um, that are on YouTube. When you're looking for something about radio or electronics, uh, it kind of lists us over there. And they'll click on it, and then they, they find a show. So uh, please uh, please click on that uh, subscribe button. We'd love to have you do that. Hey, click the like button if you can, if you like the show. And uh, click the notification button because there are times where we will go live during the week. And we will bring up some interesting things during the week. And uh, if you get that notification button turned on, It'll uh, it'll let you know when we when we uh, have something special on. Now, we've got something special coming up this weekend. Uh, the Huntsville, Alabama Ham Fest, the third largest ham fest in the country. Uh, to me, it's probably one of the best ones. It's the nicest, coolest, cleanest, most perfect ham fest you can have. Uh, the most, it's the friendliest ham fest in the world, and uh, we cannot wait. Just cannot wait. Uh, uh, I've started doing a little packing for it. We're going to leave Thursday morning for, for uh, uh, Huntsville. Uh, but after the show tonight, uh, we'll start uh, packing up some of the equipment for our live stream. And we'll be live streaming the Huntsville Hempfest Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, this weekend. We've got a lot of prizes, lots of prizes to give you if Hambot calls your name. So, uh, let's see. Hey, uh, I see Glenn joined us there. Um, Glenn, are you in a different place, Glenn? You, you look different. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in a different place because I'm having all sorts of audio issues with the other system. Yeah, well, you're doing okay. Uh, well, I'm on the webcam mic right now because I'm trying to get audio over there, and it's 
it's a USB power issue. Yeah. And of course, I well, don't have it, an extra it, it power didn't look like, It didn't look like you were in the uh, the lab there, so I don't know. Yeah, that's behind me. And yeah, of yeah you I can see, see back here. Well, are you doing good, man? I, I was afraid you wouldn't go make it tonight, man. I was going to have to give you a demerit. Well, I've been fighting this thing for the last hour. My headset died two weeks ago, and I ordered yeah. a new one, and Amazon lost it. And that's interesting. You know, yeah. I, that's and, interesting. I ordered, uh, let's see if I can get a double shot here. Let's see. I, uh, I ordered something for, from uh, uh, Air, uh, Amazon to take to Huntsville with us when we leave Thursday morning, and it guaranteed delivery uh, today. Then I get this email all of a sudden. They couldn't deliver it, so they're refunding my money. Now, I don't know what's going on there, but that sounds a little suspicious to me. Same exact thing with me. Um, the bottom line, um, mine made it all the way to Memphis and never made it out of their delivery facility. Well, I don't understand it. They had problems delivering. I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway. We can do it at it. And actually, it was something that we might use for you during your forum. Uh, oh, bummer. I, I'm, bringing a trip, I'm bringing another tripod with us, and I brought the little clip that goes on top of the tripod that will actually hold your cell phone. Yeah. And uh, I had to modify one tonight, but uh, I, I have one. So I had ordered one to so you could use it there in your forum. But anyway, let's see. Uh, oh, well. Tom, can you relocate the clip on the mic down a little lower on my shirt? Yeah, I can do that. Does it look kind of funny? It must be hitting my Adam's apple. Uh, let's see. I'm boomier, boomier than usual. I can turn it down a little bit too. So we'll try that right there. Let me just turn the let me turn the mic down a little bit. Probably just a little bit hot here. That might be uh, that might be a little bit better. All right, so. All right, Bruce, does that sound better to you? I think looking at the all the meters we got here in the control room, that looks perfect to me. All right, so hey, well, okay, well, I'm glad you made it. And uh, man, we're getting excited. We're gonna see you this weekend. Uh, oh man, I got a lot of things to talk about tonight. Man, I don't know where to start. Um, <laughs> gee. Um, Let's do this. Let me know what we got here. What we got going here? All right, we got a good. We got a good crew already dialed in, watching here. If they're dialing in, uh, I hope they're not dialing in. It's, well, can you imagine back in the days when we had to dial in to the internet? You know? Oh, good lord, yeah. Oh man, I remember that nineteen two days. <laughs> well, man, hey man, I remember man when we upgraded to fifty six k man. I said this is great, man, great. Ooh. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know, back when I started many, many years ago, uh, uh, I, 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 I grew up in the, in the uh, age of, of 50 baud, you know, 50 baud, 100 words a minute, 60 words a minute. Uh, then, then some modems came out, 1200 baud, 1200 baud was a, man, a fast modem then. But, uh, boy, now, now it's unlimited almost. That's, uh, that's kind of cool there. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, let's do this. Let me, let me just, uh, well, let me go back here while Glenn's working on something here. And, um, uh, I'll go ahead. I'm going to give you guys an update on, uh, W5KUB 112. We haven't talked about it much, uh, in a long time. 
but uh, 112 is doing pretty good. Let's go to the balloon page, and let's just look at this. Uh, 112 has been up now 66 days, 66 days, 11 hours and 10 minutes, and even 27 seconds, guys. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, take a look at APRS. Now the balloon is asleep right now; it's over Norway, but uh, it should be coming alive in the next couple hours as the sun comes up over there. And um, let's see, there we are, right there. You know, we're flying at 47,506 feet. We've lost a little bit of altitude. The past week, we've, we've lost a few thousand feet in altitude. Uh, we had pretty much broken records, and we're flying above 50,000 uh, for the first 60 days. Uh, typically, no one else really has done that until we found this new balloon that, that is capable of doing that. So... Um, let me zoom out. Let's just see where we are here. Looks like we are, uh, and we're moving at about 58 miles per hour. Uh, the uh, We were flying so high before that uh, we were above the jet stream, and our average uh, wind speed for the first 60 days was about 11 miles per hour. Uh, now we're up in the 38 to 50 miles per hour. We've dropped altitude. I think we're starting to hit the very top edge of the uh, test uh, one two. Hello, uh, test one two. Yeah, uh, what was that, Glenn? I'm testing on the other system. Let me mute okay, here for a second. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're over Norway, and uh, probably when we come alive tonight, we'll be probably over Sweden, possibly. Uh, let's take a look at the projected path for 112. Let me uh, let me get the projected path for 112 up here. If I can go to the right place. Here we go. Here we go. So that, we're going to see that on HabHub. We're going to go to HabHub and we're going to look at it on tracker.habhub.org. And uh, it's going to give us a NOAA prediction and tell us where it thinks this balloon is going. Um, where it thinks it's going to be going. Let's just do this. Click on that. Okay. All right. Well, let's do a high split. There we go. All right. I got a high split on. Um, there's our predicted path. It's going to actually take us up into the Arctic. Now, if we can get up into the Arctic, we may be up there a week or two. Uh, and the sun is shining all the time right now in the Arctic. So we'll be transmitting 24 hours a day uh, if we uh, if we get on up a little bit higher there in the in the Arctic. But it looks like we're going to make a turn right there. We'll make a turn according to all the predictions. And let's see. We're going to come down in, uh, I don't know, I guess that's western... Western Russia, I guess that's what that is. Um, and if you look at it, you can see our path. We had a really crazy path here. We started off in Memphis, Tennessee. We went all the way out past Japan. Uh, we had just a little ways to go to make our first lap. And we went south. And we went through the Philippines and across Thailand. And we went uh, under India. Uh, we went under, uh, we went through 
southern uh, Africa, all the way back to Mexico, and then we started over again. Now, we have traveled more miles than the circumference of the Earth. We just haven't made a trip around the Earth yet with this flight. Uh, and we've been up now 66 days, I think. Let's go back to our counter here. We've been up 66 days, 11 hours. So uh, that's uh, uh, that's pretty good. Now, our, our, uh, our best flight has been... 72 days and three and a half times around the earth 72 days so in six more days we'll see if we can break our uh, uh, duration record here hopefully uh, we'll do that we're sure not going to break any records going around the world that's for sure um okay so let's see and we've got our friends down in uh, down in Huntsville there. They were flying a balloon, uh, it, it, w, a call sign W4CQD-2, and uh, it stopped transmitting about two or three days ago. So we assume it's down somewhere in the Philippines. That's uh, that's kind of where we went down a couple times. All right here. So let's see. So you know, if you want to track a balloon, just go to W5KUB, click on balloon. And it'll give you different options. It'll give you the APRS link. It'll give you the HabHub link. Uh, it'll even give you the link for Whisper. Well, you can click on the link for Whisper. And uh, you can actually see the uh, Whisper data uh, as it's transmitting and coming in, which is uh, really, really cool to see. Um, so uh, that's, uh, that's kind of the status on uh, 112. We... We, we had a period of a couple weeks where the communications was very, very poor, but uh, it wasn't just us. All the other, all the other uh, balloons that were up there were having the same problem, very poor communications. And also, they would go for three, four, five, six hours per day right in the middle of sunlight and not even transmit at all. So uh, there was something going on for propagation. That was one thing. We've also been in a few bad spots. One of the things I've been working on the last couple of days, I'm building a 100 milliwatt PA, and we will run it on our next flight. So we're going to be running a tenth of a watt on our next flight. Instead of 10 milliwatts, instead of 10 milliwatts, we're going to be running 100 milliwatts. And uh, I, I just want to see that light the sky up as we're flying. So. Uh, We've about got that perfected, and uh, we're working on uh, the final design. I've been testing it here. So when the world ends, we have you to blame. What was that? When the world ends, we have you to blame. Well, that's true. That's true. Oh, am yeah. I in the wrong? I could, I could bounce the signal off the moon, but it may, it may explode it. You know? It may explode the moon. Yeah. So I, I, I won't do that. There we go. All right. We that was, that was from a, that was from a TV show, a sitcom TV show. Yeah, they, that was. Uh, they sent a laser to the moon, and the guy said, "Are you, how you know yeah. you want it to destroy the moon?" The Big Bang Theory. You yeah. got it. You got it, man. All right. So hey, anyway, that's kind of what's going on with uh, 112 there, and uh, the PA that we're building. It's going to be a simple PA. It's uh, it's going to be a single transistor in about four parts. Uh, and uh, we're going to use, be using just a, a simple 2N222A uh, transistor uh, in there. I tried a MOSFET. I tried a, 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 
uh, in Channel MOSFET, but uh, with such a wide voted swing from uh, high peak sun to low sun, the MOSFET would just go crazy. It, it had all kinds of gremlins in it, giving us all kinds of bad stuff. The uh, 2N2222A, man, that thing is looking solid. Whether I'm running 4.5 volts or 1.8 volts on it, it's right at 100 milliwatts. It doesn't really vary hardly any at all. So uh, we're really excited about that. That'll probably add about one gram weight to our, our entire package. Uh, you know, our entire payload is running about 7.8 grams. We'd like to keep it below 10. So I think we can put a, a one gram PA on there and uh, we will do okay. Do, we'll do okay. We'll probably have to add a couple more solar cells on there just to jack the voltage up. A little bit a little bit more I got the hiccups guys all right so hey that's the update on 112 and, and our PA we're building and Glenn is just really working on something right now. notice notice he's not there there now he's back he's back all right so hey let's do this real quick while Glenn is still pulling the stuff together Let's talk about Huntsville prizes for just a second. And I want everybody to know, you know, last week we had a, uh, we had a little uh, demo of uh, HamBot last week. And uh, we showed you how HamBot worked. But this weekend, now Friday is the setup day. No prizes Friday, but a lot going on. We'll try to get set up, and we'll start streaming as early in the morning we can. I think they open the doors to let us in, us vendors in, at about 9 a.m. So uh, we should be streaming by 9.30 or 10 o'clock. We'll stream all day. And then Friday and, uh, and then Saturday and Sunday, we will be uh, giving away prizes like every 10 minutes. We had a lot of prizes. Here's some of them. We Some are still coming in. So let's look at some of the prizes. I, I, I just want to. Let you guys know uh, uh, who is supporting this and who has donated prizes. So let's look at that uh, for a second. If you go to our website, W5KUB, and click on prizes at the top, at the top menu, or click yeah, click on prizes in the top menu. That will bring it bring down the uh, the prizes that we're going to be giving away uh, at the uh, at the Hamfest. Let me check something here. Let's see how our attendance is right. Okay, we're not doing too bad. We've got, uh, we've got about 70 people tuned in right now. Uh, there'll be more tuning in, and there's a lot more that will be watching this uh, as it's recorded. Um, all right, so let me go back to our prizes here. All right, so here's, here's an important thing. I need to tell you this before I get into all the prizes we're going to be giving out. And uh, I'll just do my little spill right here again. It's going to cost a significant amount of money to webcast, you know, three full days there at, uh, at Huntsville Hamfest. We don't take anything to sell or anything like that. We try to work hard and stream the show for you. We want to do even better this year. So, you know, just to help cover the expense uh, there, the hotel is, I mean, Glenn can tell you the hotel is pretty high right now. 
you you can spend yeah a grand. they're absolutely can, insane over there right grand. now you can spend a grand in four days just at the hotel but anyway it's convenient for us and it's good for our webcast so let me tell you what we're going to do we're going to we're offering this caa 500 this is a great antenna analyzer we've been giving away one every year as a as a uh as a fundraiser and uh it, it goes up to 500 megahertz it's got the, the cross needle that measures uh impedance in swr and down at the bottom, you've got a uh, you've got a uh, display here. Where is it? Got a display, which will do a sweep, and you can see a sweep of all the frequencies and all the information there. It's just a great uh, antenna analyzer. It sells for close to four hundred dollars, I think, with shipping. It's built like a brick. It's about the size of a brick, and it feels like a brick. This thing is all metal. And what we're going to do uh, for those people that want to support uh, our trip. For every $5 you donate through our PayPal or however you want to do it, we're going to put your name in a hat one time for this. So you donate 10, we'll put your name in there twice. You donate 15, we'll put your name in there three times. You know, you know the deal. You know the deal, Jack. Put your name in there a thousand times and uh, you get 200 tickets, you know. So anyway, that's it. And uh, you can do that by clicking on, uh, uh, on the prize page. Let me scroll down a little on the prize page. Uh, that's explained as the very first prize there. Let me go back to it so you can see what we're talking about. Uh, there we go. So uh, that's going to tell you all about it. You do not have to be present to win on this, this particular one item. You don't have to say, I'm here. You don't have to be in Hambot. You don't have to be watching. All you, you know, if we, if we pick your name, you're the winner. You don't even have to. You don't have to be there. You don't have to do anything. So don't worry about that. So uh, there's a link right here under the description that says click here to donate if you want to donate for that. Uh, if you go to the prize page, uh, let's see, if you go to up the top, go to the top, there's a, there's a donate button on top up there that will also allow you to donate if you wanted to. All right, that's enough of that. You can't donate. Don't worry about it. We're going regardless. We're gonna have a good time, and uh, don't don't worry at all. We hope you win some prizes. So let's look at some of the prizes we've got here. Uh, the ARL uh, each year we've been giving out a, a, a handbook and an antenna uh, book, and uh, they run. You know they're worth about fifty bucks a piece if you buy them. So. They're uh, they're they're really uh, really good books to have, especially the antenna book if you're building antennas and so forth. Uh, let's go on down a little bit. Ballin Design. I tell you, Bob Rumsey makes I think the best Ballin in the world. This is it. He sells it to the military. He sells it to hands. These Ballins are rated at like three thousand watts. They're high quality, and and you know people were talking to him and said, well, what if mine goes bad? What if my what if my kilowatt you know destroys it? He's, and he said, if that happens, send it back to me and I'll give you another one. So he's got a great guarantee on it. So the balance balance are around around a hundred bucks. See who we got? Somebody. Bill Brown's joining us. Let's get Bill in here. Uh, so the balance are about. But they, they run about 100, 110 bucks a piece, I think. So th this is a, a gift certificate for 100 bucks. So, and, and let me also uh, make note here. 
uh, we have about 30 or 40 prizes here. Uh, some are for U.S. only, and, and the others are for worldwide. The reason some are, are for, for U.S. only uh, is because the shipping for international is so high. And some of the vendors, some of the vendors have decided that they, they'd rather or prefer to keep it uh, into, you know, the U.S. address only. Now, if you're a, if you're an international person, but let's say you live in, let's say you live in uh, Canada and, and you have a, a U.S. address, which a lot do, then, then you're eligible. We're just going to ship to a U.S. address. If we can ship to a U.S. address, you're okay. All right, so let's, uh, let's move on here. So we got some balance. I don't know how you say this. Bio, bio, you know, bio, you know, power. Is that how you say it, Glenn? Bio, you know, power. This is one of their new. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to say it's bio because it's the yeah. green stuff. So, yeah, bio, you yeah, uh, yeah, I talked to them up at uh, Dayton this year. This is one of their new uh, batteries. These batteries pack a lot of power. They're lithium batteries. And they will pack a lot of power. Uh, I don't I have one. What is that? I really like it. Yeah. I have one. I really like it. I had the 25-amp one. I actually won a 25-amp one like this at the Memphis Hamfest this year. I didn't really have any need for it. So uh, uh, guess who's got it? Uh, 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 Mark P. in a chat room up at Dayton or Xenia. He's got it. He's now the owner of that uh, that battery I won. Uh, let's look. Hey, CQ Magazine, we've got some... Uh, uh, subscriptions for the CQ magazine. Of course, that can be worldwide, you know. DV Mega here, old uh, August Van Doren, he says Huntsville always has a special place in his heart, and he's always been donating something, and uh, this will be a cool prize right here. And, and again, worldwide for the DV Mega. Um, Gigaparts. Uh, this is kind of a, um, let me, how do I say this? We're not showing you anything yet, but Gigaparts will be giving away, or we will be giving away two 5-watt handy talkies from Gigaparts. You can see it there, one or one, one or one, one or two. I can't tell you at this time the model number or the brand or anything. I can't tell you. That's going to be a secret and uh, you will find out uh, during the uh, uh, ham fest. So two five-watt handy talkies from uh, Gigaparts. It's going to be cool. Hey, look at this, man. They're going to give away W5KUB Tom hats. I can't believe that. Actually, you can have your own call letters put on there. Uh, so there's going to be a number, a couple of those. Ham Radio Deluxe, that's a great program. Man, that thing does a lot. You can do remote control your rig. You can do uh, you can do satellite with it. You can do digital modes with it. Uh, we're going to give away a couple of those. Heil, uh, Bob Heil, I've been talking to Bob. Bob is not going to be there, uh, but uh, Heil, uh, Heil, Heil Sound. Actually, the, the new company is called Heil Ham Radio. That's a a split off of Heil Sound. So Heil Ham Radio has donated uh, three uh, three uh, headset microphone systems here uh, for us. 
So we'll be giving those away. Uh, Cantronics. I'm not into packet or anything, but we got the packet communicator there and some other packet stuff. I don't, I'm not sure what the KAM is. Uh, and even the, the 9612, but uh, these things are, are, they sell for about 465 bucks a piece. So, uh, you know, that's a nice prize right there. That'd be, that's, that's really nice from Cantronics. If you need some QSL cards, hey, maybe you'll win uh, from our friend there, uh, Randy Dorman, some uh, QSL cards. Uh, LDG's got a product out. You probably can't find it anywhere. This is kind of an unknown product. This is a audio, an analog audio filter system right there. And uh, that's going to be cool for somebody. MFJ, uh, we've got... Uh, dual 24-hour clocks we've got antenna switches uh, by the way all of mfj is international so we can send it anywhere we've got dummy loads headsets uh, we got uh, swr watt meters uh, morse code uh, code oscillators uh rnl rnl's uh hey tiny sa i've got one of these i think bill's got one tiny sa it's a, it's, a, it's a tiny SA spectrum analyzer here. If you need a spectrum analyzer, uh, you can, this is the one right here. SDR play. Cool. This is a SDR receiver. Um, used for a lot of things. Uh, a lot of people are, are actually putting, uh, if, you're, if your rig does not have the band scope on it, you can take an SDR receiver like this and actually have a band scope on your uh, on your. Uh, HF rig. Uh, Tigertronics. Tigertronics, the signal link, USB for the packet stuff. Uh, Times Microwave. Uh, they're usually there every year. I don't know if they'll be there this year, but uh, they've donated again LMR 400, 250 feet of LMR 400. This is always a great uh, prize here for somebody to win. So this is what uh, we have uh, on the page to give away right now. There will be more coming in. Uh, as we get to uh, the ham fest and uh, we're just gonna have a great time giving out giving out prizes uh, you can find all those prizes on the prize page at w5kub.com and we will also as we give them away uh, Kathy will be updating the winner's name you can see under each prize under each prize there are winner's name uh, winner blanks and she'll be putting in the winner's names for the prizes so uh, that's, uh, that, that's, that kind of covers the prizes and, uh, uh, boy, we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. Uh, let's see. Let's see, what else? Bill joined us. How you doing, Bill? Come on in here and talk to us. Are you there, Bill? Bill must have stepped away. Bill? Bill left. He snuck in and left. There. He's there. There, he, there is. he is, right there. He's there. Uh, Bill's gonna be there. Bill's got a forum, I think, at eleven or something o'clock, maybe Friday, and he's right. gonna be. No, on it's Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Right, right after Glenn's uh, forum. Uh, yeah. this, if you attend Glenn's forum, uh, just stick around, and mine is right afterwards. Oh, that's cool. And you'll be launching a Pico balloon 
uh, right after that, somewhere noon. Weather permitting, there's scattered thunderstorms expected, as seems to happen a lot yeah. to the, that during the uh, Huntsville Ham Fest. So now, we either I, have I've, I've regular in, sunshine or liquid sunshine. I've noticed in previous years, a time or two, you've launched it outside the front door of the Embassy uh, Suites. Embassy yeah. Suites. Uh, is there not a good spot just right outside the main door there, uh, right outside the uh, uh, ham fest, you know, where you walk out and walk out through the glass doors right there? Depends on the surface winds, but uh-huh. no, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough location to launch from. Okay. The uh, front side, the front parking lot of the Embassy Suites tends to offer us a little bit more room. Ah, I got you. Uh, that's okay. probably where we'll go. Okay, cool. Uh, no, all, all prizes aren't given away on Saturday. Probably, probably about two-thirds of the prizes will be Saturday and probably about one-third of the prizes on Sunday. Uh, so prizes on both days, Saturday and, and Sunday. The show, uh, the, the hour, the show ends on th- at 3 o'clock on uh, Sunday, so it's a little bit shorter Sunday. I thought it was 2 on Sunday. Okay, the guy says, are the ones attending the ham fest able to win? Well, I think you are, and, and we have had people that uh, tried. I'm not sure we had any successful people that, that did that, but if you've got a if you got a smartphone, if you'll just go to W5KUB and log in the chat room and watch that chat room, and uh, uh, if, if your name's called, all you got to do is just answer in the chat room, and you win it, and usually, uh, in most cases, uh, right before, right before we give a prize away, we'll run this. So, so we'll we'll usually run that right before we do a prize. So it'll kind of give you a heads up that something's coming there. But man, I you know we we've, we've got a lot of prizes, so I imagine about every 15 minutes we're going to be knocking one out. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, we will announce the winner of the comment, the comment antenna analyzer. I failed to say this. Thank you, Bill, for letting us know that. So uh, we'll announce the winner of this uh, Sunday around noontime, sometime just right after noon. Uh, we'll let we'll let the winner know who uh, who won this, and he may, uh, you know, the last few people that have won it have not even been watching or in the chat room, but uh, they won it and they got it. So. Uh, uh, hey, let me ask anybody in the chat room right now. Let's just ask this: anybody in the chat room here, have you won a prize from one of our webcasts? Tell us if you won a prize and what it was. I'd, I'd love to see that right now. We, we got a lot of little free time tonight, so uh, tell us what your prize was and what you won. That would be uh, cool. Leader OFM won two prizes. Uh, oh, hey, Jim got his multimeter. He won. Hambot picked him out last week, and we gave away a multimeter, so he got it, uh, I guess. Uh, okay, Bill says no. Mark P. won a shortwave radio. That's cool. Cool. Uh, David won a 40-meter antenna. Let's see. Boy, W5D... JW says, this is the first time on our channel. He, this is the first time he's heard of us. Where has he been? We've been, we've been webcasting weekly for nine years. Uh, we have something like 800 and, 
800 and something shows behind our belt and all recorded here. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, but they're not giving away prizes anymore. Let's see. What, what's uh, what's Brent talking about? Channel. I'm not sure what uh, what Brent is saying. They're not giving away prizes. I, obviously, I'm not reading all this. Uh, let's see. Cantronics and a death sign. Very good. RIC has won several times. Okay, uh, DJW said he just got his tech a couple months ago. So that, that explains it right there, why maybe uh, he hadn't been following the show. All right, well, hey, man, we are we are so excited and getting pumped up to go. And, and Glenn must be too, because look, look at Glenn. He's, he's busy on something. I don't know what he's busy on. Yeah, I'm still trying to get audio on that other system. Ah, well, well okay. Well, you're doing okay, so your backup system's working here, uh, Glenn. All right, so, so man, we're, we're so pumped up. We're so excited. Hey, Glenn, tonight, after our, our webcast tonight, uh, some of the stuff gets unhooked and tore apart. Already the shack in the, the studio back here looks pretty bad. I got boxes of junk everywhere, and uh, we'll be pulling some stuff out of here to take with us. Uh, and just we hope that when we come back uh, next Monday, we can get it all back together in time for our Tuesday show. So uh, uh, we're going to be packing tomorrow. Tomorrow's our pack day. And then Thursday, Thursday is our drive day. We're going to get up there and get all rested. And then uh, I'll be just about probably first in line uh, Friday morning to come inside the big doors and drive up to our, our booth and unload. And then we'll set up and we'll uh, we'll try to get going there. All right. I like the new camera angle, uh, Glenn. Uh, it gives a new perspective, a uh, side angle of your uh, of your house there. Yeah, that's okay. the lab behind me. Yeah, yeah. I, I I noticed that tonight. I told him. I said, "You're in a different place." Man. It it looks like he even cleaned it up a little and straightened it up a little bit, you know. Of course, his his lab is back through that that door there, double door there. At the no, back. no, no, no. It's nowhere near clean. Well, it, hey, that looks looks pretty good there. Looks pretty good. It looks, but it's not. Trust me. Well, here you want a different perspective. Here, here we go. There's a different perspective. How you, you like that? One? <laughs> maybe we ought to, maybe we ought to run that one right there. This is the side angle view night. There, I'll do yeah, that's a side angle. This is a side angle view. I, I thought about putting one up on a ceiling pointing down, but I think I'm getting a ball spot or something up here. I'm getting a little thin up here, and it probably would not. Yeah, th this is the cure for that. Well, what is that, the hat? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what's going on in the chat room here. Let's see. Uh Hey, I was uh, within eight miles of you uh, Thursday well, yeah. uh, evening and Friday morning. Well, you should have come by. I'm gonna have to give you a demerit for that. We well, we were we didn't have any money left for gas money for that extra eight miles. We went to Tunica. Well, <laughs> I might have to give you a demerit for that for sure. Yeah, I might uh, probably was pretty close to Glenn's house. Yeah, but, you were. Uh, yeah. How much oil did it take to get Hambot working? Well, let me tell you, we haven't used Hambot in about a year. 
and uh, Hambot was a little rusty, and we uh, we put a little oil on him, and and uh, we upgraded his software and did some testing and made a few changes, and uh, man, Hambot he he just came to life, man. Looking forward to using him. Oh, uh, let's see. Russ said he won a G5 RV antenna. Hambot likes him. Uh, let's see. Okay. Alfred Hitchcock, you always use the side shot. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. Let's do this. Okay, let's do this. Then we're going to invite people in here in just a minute. We'll be right back, everybody. Don't go away. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast, proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. ICOM's high-powered base stations cut through the pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your home or remotely with the RSBA1 app. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, high resolution spectrum waterfall. The IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Features include RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receivers. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings direct sampling to the UHF VHF weak signal world. This all mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you very busy. It has fast processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. Included are real-time high-speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels, dual watch operation, and full duplex operation in satellite mode. The IC7300 is the high-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design, and it will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, producing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. Features include RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope. For more information on ICOM radios, visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur. All right, let's see. Yeah, I see something here I need to mention. Hey, you guys probably saw. Oh, hey, I didn't make the announcement uh, earlier, but uh, we'd love to have you join the Facebook group. You know, we talked about subscribing, and please subscribe to our channel. But um, 
We'd like for you to, if you would, join our Facebook group. It's just called W5KUB, or it's called Amateur Radio Roundtable. You can find it either either way. So one of the things I had posted here, I'm asking for help, guys. Some of you guys that are coming to Huntsville, right here, we need some help. We need a roving reporter, videographer, that can just take a smartphone. I've got a setup here where you can smart where you can stream back to my booth, and we can put that on the show live. So if you're doing a walk around, we can do that live. And I want to do a walk around three or four times a day uh, during uh, during the ham fest because people get to see what's going on out there. So if you go in right there, if you read this, we need somebody now. The 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 uh, I think the mustache is, let's see, what did I say here? I think the mustache, I think we can negotiate on the mustache part. You don't have to have the mustache, but we do need somebody that can volunteer. Maybe 15, 20 minutes during, you know, during one day, if we can get three or four people to do that, that would be cool that we can have. My, uh, my mustache was that color uh, about 20 years ago. Same hair. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's see. Uh, and, and, and by putting a mustache on that pe person, are you kind of uh, hinting at uh, um, me or Glenn? <laughs> well, it looks no. more like Charlie, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah there you well, go. Maybe, may, maybe, but you don't have to wear a suit, uh, you know, and uh, mustache is negotiable. So, you know, we'll, uh, we will, uh, we'll work with you there. And uh, uh, we just need somebody to help bring back to the booth where we can capture it and send it out to everybody. So, you know, there's a lot of times that it may get a little boring when we're not giving away prizes. It may look a little boring because our booth is, they've got the things so spread out. Our booth is quite a ways away from everybody. We've got a good shot of uh, ICOM and uh, MFK and others. We have to zoom in on them. Uh, but... Uh, we could sure use some help. So come on down and uh, come on down and help us. Uh, the pay is good, and uh, we'd love to uh, love to meet you. All right. So let's see. Got that out of the way. Okay. Whoa, covering everything really fast. Hey, we're going to open up the thing in a little while. We'll just let everybody join us. Let me go ahead and uh, post the link uh, for for our Zoom. Uh, Okay, Brett, well, thanks uh, for offering to do it, but since you're not going, oh, man. Okay, uh, here's, a, here's, a, uh, here's a link. If you guys will click on that link, you can join our show, and you'll, you'll come right into the show and be a part of it. So come on in here. We're opening, the, uh, opening up the, uh, the show for all of our viewers. This is the... We're going to move, move on into after the show show. You know, we've already covered all of our business tonight. It's kind of light tonight. We've covered our business tonight. So now we're going into the after the show show. So this is a different show, guys. So for all, all you guys out there, we've had a couple people complain that our show was too long. You know, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't take the two hours. So uh, what we're doing now, the other show has ended after an hour. Now we've got another show. It's called after the show show. So, you know. You can join either one of them, and uh, hopefully you won't get too too bored there. Uh, let's see who joined us. Who was that? I don't know who that was. And 
Oh, that was uh, that was uh, Bill. No, yeah, that was Bill. All right. So come on, guys. Let's uh, let's participate or precipitate, whatever the word is. We need your uh, precipitation uh, to the show tonight. Come on in here. We need you in here. Okay, you need to pack a mule. Yeah, yeah, you need to do that. All right, well, I see Chris in here, AC 5CM. That'd be a long drive from uh, from the Houston area. Don't expect you to be there, but hey, you may win something. Hey, just a note. Our admins are uh, eligible to win prizes. If you see an admin win a prize, it doesn't happen very often, but uh, I'm just letting you know now, uh, you know, they work hard for us, volunteer their time, and don't get any uh, pay or anything. So um, they, they are eligible for prizes. And for some reason, Hambot won't get a, give a prize to Kathy or me. Oh, somehow we've got restricted and it will not work for us, but any admin, you're eligible. I'm just going to let everybody know that right now. All right. Uh, so, oh, Tom, uh, yeah. I have a question. Go ahead. If I win a prize, do you take it out of my salary? Uh, I take it out of your salary. Yeah, we cut your salary in half. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I, it depends on what the prize is. If it's something I wanted. Oh, oh if it's then, something he wanted, you don't get it. If it's something I wanted, you <laughs> may have to charge you for it. Yeah. I mean, hey, there's a lot of neat little prizes. What, what's I, zero I'd to have, hey, two, hey, uh, Glenn? Zero? I could use a lot of that stuff. I could I could use a lot of the stuff, man, from the handy talkies to SDRs to LMR four hundred to oh man. There'd be some nice up stuff here. All right, come on guys. I posted that link. I'm a little a little worried that you guys are shy and I, I don't know why. There's the link. We need more people. Where's Charlie down in Uruguay? He should be in here. I don't see him. I don't see him. I don't see him in there. All right. So, Bill, I don't know. You've been following uh, 112. We've lost about 3,000 feet in altitude in 60-something days. I'm starting to get a little concerned. I noticed that. I was thinking it was just low pressure zones, but uh, yeah. it seems to be consistently lower now. Well, it, it dropped below 50,000 uh, 50, there. It was down, what was it, 48, something like that. And it, it you know, moved to a different area and went up. So, yeah, I mean, you know. Up. It went back up to the 50 plus. <clears throat> I, don't yeah. think that's, I don't think that's going to happen this time. I think we've lost some gas. That's a possibility. I uh, I had one up since uh, July 16th, I think. Yeah, July 16th. Been up for a month, and it's uh, got trapped in the Philippines between Guam and the Philippines. When it goes yeah. down in that area, that's 
Is that the, the W the, uh, is that the CQD? Is that the W four CQD? So we yeah, W four CQD dash two and yep. uh yep. I haven't heard from it in three days, which is you know, a bad sign. We've lost a couple in that very same area right there. Yeah. Um, something just sucks them down, man. There was a black hole it or something. It was doing great across Kazakhstan yeah. and Mongolia. And, and then it made a turn. China. It made a turn and just was, like we did. It made a turn like it, it was going to head back west. made a turn yeah. and headed right for the Philippines and then was never heard from again. So Yeah. But that was a month. That was an SBS 13 that we pressurized uh, half a PSI. Yeah. Which is pretty close to the burst of it. But we just wanted to see how far we could go with it. And it survived, so we flew it. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, hey, it's Tim. Just realize you're not here. You know, I, I guess I just need to make an announcement. Uh, hey, hey, guys, if you're out there wondering where the chat room, the chat room is at W5KUB. Actually, if you look at the title of the show on YouTube, it says the chat room is at W5KUB. So at least we've got it out there where people should be able to read it and, and find us. Uh, we just, hey, Bill, what's the 2369E? What was that? <laughs> okay. I... I remote tests for the Greater Los Angeles Amateur Radio Group, and I had a test session this evening, and I, I did not change my um, my little flag there on the bottom. I can do that. <laughs> oh. And there's more than one bill, so, I mean, you know, I have to classify myself. I live in Massachusetts, you know, 42 miles north of Boston, and whatever, and I mean, we got people in Oklahoma and California. How many, many WZ1Ls are there? You already use that. Well, it, it, all right. So the the protocol, uh -oh. okay, for the remote, okay, yeah. you have to list your name, ah. your VE number, okay, ah. and your call sign. I got you. All right, and, and, and I mean. Uh, I didn't change it <laughs> before I come in tonight, so uh, I mean I just hit the link. Normally, I just I just copy your 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 um your session your your session number there, and then I copy the um the password and stick it in the password box, and I just come in. <laughs> hey, hey Bill, yeah. Bill, since you're a port, you're north of Boston. Uh, yes. You you know how do you pronounce P-E-A-B-O-D-Y. Peabody. And how do you pronounce Haver Hill? Haverhill. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. I, I, and, Bill, and, Bill, and now, now, are, okay. While now, we're doing the spelling test, Bill. Uh, uh, Bill, uh, let, Bill let, let's just back up here. Bill, okay. Bill, wait, if you wait, go I to Memphis, I have a question. You Bill. go to the Peabody Hotel. <laughs> yeah, right, but now you really want to mess him up. Ask him to say car. No, okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm, I'm taking control of this. Okay, Bill, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. If M U L Y spells muley, what does yeah. J U L Y spell? Ollie. What? Ollie. If, if M U L Y spells muley, what does J-U-L-Y spell? Oh, Julie. Oh. <laughs> or July. 
<laughs> he got it right on the second one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you know, uh, I used to live in Peterborough, so. Oh, I, way uh, up north there. To the, well, northwest of New, in New Hampshire. I, uh, New Hampshire. Oh, hey, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Joe Eisenberg, K0NED, is going to be the uh, guest speaker for the Saturday Night Banquet at the Ham Exposition in Marlboro, the old, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, it was out there in, I don't know, I forgot, it, it, it says they changed it. <laughs> You're not, are you talking about Boxborough? Yeah, Boxborough. <laughs> I love that ham fest. Well, you, you remember when they had the computer shows down in Marlboro there off of Route 20? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's the same place that, that, that they're holding ham exposition. And yeah, it's got a bigger, it's got a bigger parking lot. Yeah, well, it's got a bigger Deerfield, parking lot for the, for the flea market outside. Everything's the flea market is outside. No, I mean, you know, I'm normally inside selling tickets, running tech in a day, or uh, helping out with the exams there for the uh, build worker club. All right, so I see a, a question in the chat room. Let me answer this. Um, uh -oh. people are wondering why, why we have our chat room and not using. The YouTube chat. Well, there's a lot of reasons. First of all, YouTube chat sucks. Let me just put it that way. Uh, Hambot. Oh, come on, Tom. Be, be gentle. Hambot. I was. Hambot, over the last five, six, seven years as it was developed, it was developed for an IRC chat room. It would work with any IRC chat room. And we did that purposely because... If we had a problem in one chat room, we could, or if it went away, we could we could easily move Hambot to another IRC chat room. It was it was instantaneous. Um, the IRC chat room that we use has a lot of things for us. I mean, we have logging, we have a lot of different controls. We can easily assign admins, or we can ban people, we can unban them, we can do a lot of things like that. Uh, we can um, we can just do a lot of things that we could not do with YouTube. Also, uh, when we give out prizes, uh, our IRC chat gives us a list of every single person logged in. On YouTube, it doesn't. On YouTube, if you'll, if well, you're not, you can't look right now. But if you look, normally you wouldn't see more than ten people in a chat room, and that's because it only lists the people that have chatted in the last, I don't know, four or five minutes. Right. So when we wanted to give a prize away, we had to tell everybody out there on YouTube, okay, everybody hit the enter key, hit a period, do something, say hello. So everybody would have to do that, and then they would have to, that would uh, populate the uh, the list of people in there. So we didn't have control over it. We didn't have admin control over it. We didn't have good reporting over it. We couldn't use uh, a handbot. We tried, we tried to interface handbot with it, 
we got Hambot working. Uh, he would do about 10% of what he would uh, normally do, and it was iffy. Uh, so uh, we decided we just need to stick with our own chat room. So that's one of the reasons we stuck with it. And I'm probably overlooking probably 15 more good reasons on why we are on IRC. You know, IRC chat is really old. It's probably, I mean, I don't know, it's probably 30 or 40 years old at least. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. It might, you know, who yeah, knows? Sir. But uh, it's still good, and uh, it works well for us. So that's, uh, that's one of the reasons. Uh, one of the reasons we did that. All right. All right. Anybody got anything interesting they're working on? Oh, we had, uh, who is that? I, man, my screen is so small across the room that my, on my remote. Ken, is that Ken up there? Yes, hello. Yeah, hey, Ken. How you doing, man? Hadn't talked to you. How you doing? I'm, uh, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, how's everybody else? Good. Hey, wh where are you located? I'm also in the Boston area, uh, ah. Chelsea. Okay. Where, where are you located? Uh, Chelsea, Mass. Just uh, outside. Oh, Chelsea. Just outside. There you go. Got it. Bill just found him a friend up there, just real close. Well, hey, uh, miles. I, I gotta, I gotta travel. <laughs> well, Ken, we're uh, we're glad to have you tonight. I don't know. Uh, uh, this is the first time you join us on uh, uh, our after the show show. I, I'm not sure if you've been with us very long. Uh, have you recently found us or? Well, I, uh, I've been following the, um, the your balloons? show for like a year or so. Oh, okay. And, okay. Cool. And I believe, um, I believe Bill was at my exam in Winthrop, Mass. Uh, yes, I year. was. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you, you got to remember him with that beard right there. He also plays Santa Claus in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I enjoy the show, and um, you know, once in a while I miss the show, but uh, you know, I, I miss the tech guy. He's a nice feature. Yeah, you know, uh, I I don't know what happened to Alan. I Alan since uh, since the pandemic pretty much has cleared here, he's been traveling a lot. He's usually out of town uh, during the week, and uh, um, it doesn't always make it back in time to get on the show. So. Uh, we're looking forward to having Alan back when he can make it. All right. Well, thank you for the warm welcome. Yeah. I got my electric radio hat on, so. Okay. Cool. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'll be on the side. Thank you. All right. Well, very good. All right. All right. What else we got going here tonight, guys? you have any questions in the chat room? Bill Bill Brown, I sent you an email. I need some help on some voltage. Voltage? Yeah, I sent you an email. Read my email. Oh, okay. You're talking about voltage calibration? Yeah, I'm sure it's simple, but... Okay. I laid it out in an I'll email. I, either I'm close or I'm way off. One or the other. I, I have no idea. But I like to fix it. Let's see. All right, so Brent there, he's got a 
SG237 remote tuner he needs to repair. That is a good little remote tuner. It and is. I, I want to tell you, man, get you a remote tuner. Don't, you know, get you a remote tuner that you can put outside under the eave of the house or out at the tree and then hook your antenna to it out there. Run your coax out to it. And uh, it, uh, it, it it's just a great little antenna tuner. Hey, that's the tuner I use when I go to North Carolina. Uh, I uh, I use that SGC two thirty seven. I'll usually I'll usually run about a sixty seventy foot piece of wire up to a tree limb, lay out a few radials, and I'll uh, put that uh, two thirty seven antenna tuner right there at the base of it. Run coax over to the front porch and set my rig up there on the front porch and operate. You know I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about a infed you know infed antenna i don't know mm -hmm. well the thing about the infed and i've i built several the the balance let's see the in the let's see the infed half wave infed takes a 49 to 1 balance i'm not sure it and and that gets your impedance down close enough that <laughs> Your tuner and your radio will then tune it. But for instance, if I had a 40 meter, 40 meter infid, which is like 64 feet, I couldn't use it on 80 because it just tuner and radio radio wouldn't tune it. But the SGC 237, SGC two, yeah, there's the infid. The the, the 237 will tune that 64 foot piece of wire for 80 meters. It will tune it for any band. It'll tune it for 160, and it'll even tune it for six meters. So I don't know. I may keep the uh, keep the SGC 237 uh, out there. And the thing is, it just it just brings the the match down just really perfect, just about everywhere. I like it. You know, Tom, this is the second. This is the second uh, 80, 80 through 10 that, that I bought for yeah. um, using, okay? Uh, this part here, okay, sat outside the window for almost three years, and then uh, for some reason it wouldn't work. Uh, I, I tried to check into one of the IOK nets, and it wouldn't work. So I pulled it in, and... It, it's something inside rattling, so <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know if I want to open it up and look. <laughs> well, I imagine if it's rattling, yeah. it'd probably be pretty easy to fix. Uh, well, it's probably a, so. it's probably a nut that's come off of a bolt that holds a, a, a lug on that one of the wires is hooked to. Right. So, you know. Oh, and uh, uh, the the other one that I had. Uh, I had two, okay, one, one going parallel and one going horizontal, okay, and the one going horizontal, the people behind me sold the house, and a guy come over and started clipping uh, tree, tree, tree limbs off, off of a tree, and went right through the went right through the wire, and I said to him, I said, well, didn't you see the wire? I said, the wire went through and down at a at an angle he goes no he says i must have missed it so i i called uh 
I called Richard and he says, uh, I'll send it to you. And he gave me a price and I sent the, the credit card. So I'm just waiting for it to come. Okay. If that's, uh, was that like a 40 meter infid? No, they're, they're both 80. 80 oh, the 80s, okay. Well, the 80, 80 yeah. meter infid, then you'd have to have a half wave a piece of wire for 80. So that'd be, you know, somewhere around 120 feet or 124 feet, something like that. Probably. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm glad you, you know, you can use any wire for that. You could. I, I like these little rascals here that go under the window. Uh, go under the window. Oh, yeah, oh, just so uh, you, you don't know, have to drill holes in the house. Yeah, hold it up, whatever. Hold it up, just... hold it up again. Let me let me put this, hold it up again for people to see. I I don't know about that. Is that a comment? Is, is that comment? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's I don't want a bad mouth comments <laughs> deal. I, I'm not. I don't know, man. What's the power rating on that? Oh, now you want me to? Let's see. Now you're asking him to read. Yeah. Japanese. <laughs> Japanese, huh? Well. All right. So, uh, probably 50 megahertz is a uh, hundred watts PET. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two meters is sixty watts. Uh, seventy centimeters is forty watts. Twelve hundred uh, megahertz is ten watts. Yeah, well, you're not gonna be up here. All right. So, hundred watts. Okay. That little flat. I don't know, man. I. I guess they know what they're doing. I I never had any trouble. You know, I don't like I don't like drilling holes in my house. <laughs> but if, uh, when I move, all they got to do is just open the window and take it out. You know, so yeah. oh, I do not want to think about moving from this place ever. Yeah, I mean, look behind me. All of that stuff is mounted to the walls. Well. Be how same, many boxes? I got the same problem here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I don't know because you're only seeing about two thirds of them. They're wrapped around the walls. Oh wow! Well, I finally got the new headset figured out and working. That's good. Well, turns out it draws too much power for my old Windows Seven machine. So I and my USB hub don't work. My powered hub don't work. Uh-oh. Oh, well, man. it worked for five minutes, and then it died. Yeah. Well, get, so, you, uh, get you a powered USB hub and just stick it in between there. Well, I will at Huntsville. Yeah. There's no sense running to Best Buy and paying top dollar when I can pick one up a heck of a lot cheaper at Huntsville. Yeah. You think you'll find a USB? Uh, oh, gosh, yes. Hub there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, well, you know, well, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, you can plug, plug it into one of these uh, USB war, uh, 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 little power packs, but that then that wouldn't hook it to the computer, so, wouldn't hook it to the computer now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some of the things I can remember uh, years ago, it would come out with two USB plugs on the end, you know, to get right. extra, extra power, so they could steal it from the other port too, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah. My old, I mean, this system, you know, this, my old system here, it's about 10 to 12 years old and it's scheduled to be replaced any day now. And I've found its replacement. It's just a matter of ordering it. I'm not going to order anything and have it sit in my driveway while I'm at Huntsville. So 
I'm going to start ordering next week. All right. Well, I've got something I'm looking for when I get there. I, I, I just need to find me a, uh, a, a toroid, a ferrite toroid. I'm going to build me a uh, uh, RF amp meter. Okay. An RF amp meter. Uh, RF amp meter is really simple. You got a you got a SO239 in and a SO239 out, and you just got a piece of wire bet between them, and then that goes right through a toroid. And, yeah. Uh, you just wrap a few turns of wire around that toroid for a pickup, mm -hmm. and you take it to a meter, and we'll probably put a little uh, a little pot in there to you know so the meter won't pin out. I'm not going to try to do any calibration or anything as far as amps, but I'm using it as relative uh, 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 output. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be RF amp meter, so we're going to we'll tune for maximum current, and uh, that that should work pretty good. So that's what I'm looking for. I got to get me a little toroid to put in here. And, well, you how much power are we talking about here? Well, I don't know, fifteen hundred watts. Oh, never mind. What were you going to say? I was going to say if it was 100 watts or less, I probably have those toroid cores right here. Yeah, I've got some uh, little small. Uh, but I, I ain't got nothing that'll handle 1,500 watts. You'll turn them into slag. Yeah, I've, I've got some small ones here too, but I thought I might as well, if I'm going to build this, I might as well build it where to handle a kilowatt. Yeah. So we'll, uh, that's probably what we'll do. Okay. But at least I got my audio issues solved. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's working yeah. It's working well. Yeah, how how does this new headset sound? What it That's good. Sounds real good. Sounds like Glenn. Oh. <laughs> well, like I say, my, my favorite headset started buzzing on me right when I was trying to narrate um, the um, stuff I was doing for QSO today's expo in September and I had to break my other pair out of storage and fortunately they worked and I ordered this when I was telling Tom earlier I ordered these Saturday a week and a half ago with next day delivery um, Amazon lost it and then I reordered on Thursday with next day delivery and they lost it. Then they found it. Then they relabeled it and then they handed it over to UPS for delivery. And the darn thing was in a box, not more than eight miles from my house the whole time. Yeah. I could have gone and grabbed it and I then come you. to find out it's, it wants too much power than my old USB ports will give it. I had a problem with a, uh, a FedEx delivery. It said it, really? Yeah, it said it went to the wrong. Well, it was delivered. I said, no, it wasn't delivered. So uh, it looks like it probably was delivered to the wrong, uh, wrong address. We filed a trace or whatever. Then they said, that, of course, they, they located it. They got it picked back up, and they were going to deliver it to me, and it took another three or four days to get to me. So, uh I don't know. It wasn't a good experience. No, and I mean, I've had that happen with FedEx, too. 
normally it's UPS. You know, they'll ship something to me and it'll hit Memphis. And next thing I know, it's in Chicago or somewhere else. And I'm like, um, you had it almost to my house. And why did you send it there? I had one uh, delivery and it was $1,000 worth of parts. Mm-hmm. And they said it was delivered. Uh, yeah. FedEx swore up and down it was delivered. And uh, they even did a GPS trace and it showed it going by my road when he delivered it. He delivered it to the neighbor to their back porch. Yeah. And they didn't find it for a week. It sat on the back porch for a week. I found oh, one like that here. Grief. I didn't think I got it. They actually brought it in my, my garage is on the side of the house. They actually brought it in my garage and placed it inside the garage somewhere. And uh, they've never done wow. it before. And I, I kept telling them, it didn't get here, man. It didn't get here. And I found it out in the garage. I have, I've had them place it inside of one of my cars in the driveway before. And I always now look in the back seat of the car just in case. No, they've never done that to me. Every possible way of messing up a delivery, I think I've experienced. Well, you know what got me was it date night? Or- oh, sorry. Including a tire track across the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. No, when I bought my FT-101 at Dayton, ordered it from Gigaparts to be delivered, and... They actually left the box out at the end of my carport where everybody could see it. And it was going to rain that day. And if I had not left work to come get it, because they weren't supposed to deliver it that day, um, it would have been drenched because I got it inside. And five minutes later, the bottom fell out. And right where they had put it is where puddles form. Oh, man. I, I would I have not that, been happy. Yeah, I thought that radio was water resistant anyway. Yeah, right. Should be. Yeah. You know, it should be able to float and row itself to Europe. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Uh, the, oh, this man. weekend, though, it's the 9700. Yeah, let me make an announcement here uh, to everybody out there listening on International Shortwave, world famous WBCQ. Shortwave Station. I think you got a picture of WBCQ. There we go. There we go. There's a summertime picture of WBCQ. Uh, thanks for everybody. If you tuned in on WBCQ, if you're a shortwave listener, we're glad to have you. Many of us started our ham radio uh, hobby as a shortwave listener, and uh, we're glad to have you. This show is about ham radio, amateur radio, and we are on every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on w5kub.com and uh we would love to uh, love to hear from you send us an email tom at w5kub.com also just everybody out there for your information if you're not using this we're on and this is an old list but we're on about every single ipod carrier in the country we're on itunes uh we're on uh, public radio google play inet radio we're on about every uh, 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 podcaster out there. Uh, you can find our show. It's called Amateur Radio Roundtable. You can listen to it anytime, day or night, 
if you're driving across the country or, or you want to download it. So uh, take a look at that. And let's see. Uh, while we've got it here, there may be some new people that came in. Uh, please, if you will, if you will, hit that subscribe button. We need you to subscribe to our uh, channel here. It helps us out a whole lot. Put the little arrow there to help you. And uh, join our Facebook group. We've got over 13,000 members of our Facebook group. Just do a search for W5KUB and you'll, uh, you'll find us and we'll approve you and get you in there. All right. So, man, hey, I'm getting excited, Glenn. I'm packing tomorrow. Thursday morning, man, we're, we're hitting the road. Glenn left us. Yeah, I am. I'm hitting the road uh, Friday morning. Going to stop at the uh, Space and Rocket Center. Man, what do you do? Go into the witness protection program? What do you mean? Are you guys hearing him like I'm hearing him? Yeah, I'm hearing him. He's he's he's, he's, what, he's a different individual. He he. I'm He kind of sounds like it's like he's changing his voice. Man, oh, I thought I, I, I thought you went in a witness protection program the way you're sounding. Say something. I know what it is. Let me fix it. Oh man, that's gotta be that's gotta be intentional. You get three demerits. Yeah. Let me let me mark it. That was intentional, wasn't it? You got some program that does that. Yes. No. Glenn has got Glenn is, guys. Glenn is on the run from the FBI, the CIA. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he has all this stuff to, you know, to kind of cover up his identity, you know. The problem, he forgot to cover his face when he used that voice, so we know who it was. I can't find the setting. You sound just like the guy I see on TV, you know, where they have the light behind him and it's dark, you know. <laughs> I need, to, I need uh. to get that. That's almost like that filter, the cat filter, where a lawyer showed up yeah. to a deposition and he had the cat face on, and he says, "I'm not a cat." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, I oh, I don't think I got. I think I've got everything turned off now. Yeah, you sound, sounds like you sound, Glenn. You sound normal now. That was uh, what do you call it? Yeah. What do you, what do you got there, man? But on this end, it sounds like I'm in a water barrel. What 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 uh what's that program called that disguises your voice? What's what? What what do you got that disguises your voice? It was just one of the settings. It said echo, and I thought that was echo cancellation. Oh man, it didn't sound like echo to me. It it gave you a huh. real real deep voice and, and a different accent. And it sounded just like it sounded just like the guys when they interview they interview the criminals on TV, you know, and they change their change their voice. Somebody's wanting to play some music. There it is. All right. Let's see. All right, so. We've got to get Bill. Somebody, somebody in the chat room, send Bill, look him up, QRZ, 
WZ1L, look him up. Send him a nine volt battery for his smoke. No, 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 no. No? There's no, there's no battery that goes in that, Rascal. Maybe that's why it's beeping. That's why it's beeping. Maybe. Uh, I, I'm, I'm packing the house. Well. And, uh, my brother says, are you taking that with you? I said, no. I'm leaving it for the people that are buying it, and they can they can suffer with it. <laughs> I'm not paying an electrician to to, to hitch up the wires. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've uh, I've dealt with those things before. You actually cut the wires, and it's keep going, man. Take the battery out, and it keeps beeping. You know, I've ha I've had those before. All right, all right. Okay, am I back to normal? Yeah, you you're, you're back to normal. Okay, well, I finally got it all figured out, I think. You sound, you sound normal. Oh, no, I'm on the wrong. Hang on, switch to the other mic. Well, you... Is that your weather station in the back over there? Who, me? Yeah. What's that little TV screen there in the back? Behind TV. you there. TV screen in the back behind me. Over there on top of, it's this little, it looks like a little <laughs> TV screen. It looks like a weather system or something. It's, no, I think I know which one you're talking about. That's my lab computer. No, 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 no. Okay. It would be over your right shoulder. Right shoulder. Okay. Your right shoulder. Right, right there. Next to the bookcase. Next to the bookcase there in that same oh. room you're in. Is that your security system? Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Never mind. I saw something jump. I thought maybe the cats were at it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my outside cameras. All right, uh, okay. now how, how is the audio with this thing right now? Is it okay? Yes. Okay. You're fine. I, I got it all figured out. There's just too many options for these newfangled headsets, and it draws too much power for an old Windows 7 machine, but... My new Windows 7 and my Windows 10 love it. So Your, your new Windows 7? Well, uh, uh, you, you need to get yourself some earbuds there, you know, for that other one over there. Well, my big thing is I'm really fussy about mic audio. And, you know, I got rid of the webcam audio because of the Echo. And I had a really nice headset made by the same folks that made this one. And it worked everywhere. And I couldn't get one of those. So I got the next model up, and it pulls too much power, and my USB-powered hub is dead. So I got to get me a new USB hub. That's what we were talking about. My my list for Huntsville is a mile long. Tom, I'm going to be parking my cart inside your booth again. Okay. Well, we, can, <laughs> we can accommodate you there. We'll, uh, we can take care of you. Yeah, I'm going to be – I mean, I'm buying an ICOM 9700 and all the options with it and just – Whatever else I can find. Well, we, what we normally do is charge by weight. Oh you know, my gosh! Yeah. Only if you, you promise to load load it in my car for me. Glenn, I have two or three of everything, so you might want to just drop by here before you go to the Amphitheater. <laughs> you probably find anything you need. I say, do you want to bring me a powered USB hub? I'll take it. <laughs> I probably have one. Yeah, oh, they're cheap. I could run to Walmart and get one, but I'm like, no, no, a ham fest. I never. 
buy anything the week before Hamfest. Not not when I can find one for a buck over there. Yeah, so. Yeah. But oh, and Tom, while I'm thinking about it, I do have a recording of my forum that I will give you so that if nobody does record it, you can still play it, you know, semi live or whatever. All right. Now, now let's look at this. Let's look at the rules. It says I ain't seen those rules. I haven't signed nothing. I got the rules. I got the rules right here. You see that it's officially Huntsville Hamfest. Well, this is not a recording of my forum. It's a recording of the material I'm using for the forum. Encourage live attendance. Ham fishing asks that forum presentations not be posted to social media until one week after the show. Yeah, but this Um, is. I'm wondering how you increase attendance. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. And they, the A, they have not made me aware of that. And I was not aware of it too. This is not my, this is not my actual forum. I'm the official make you aware of it. They sent it to me. There you are. I put it on. I don't, I know nothing. Hey, 18.9 million people watch this show. And I just, I just told everybody right there. Yeah, I, I I can't hear or see you right now. Yeah, I know, n- I know nothing. I, uh, no, I know nothing. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, and you know, you know, it says here. Um, uh, let's see, where is it? Oh, not permitted youth lounge when kids are present. They they used to always bring me into the youth youth lounge with all the robotics and stuff. Yeah. And say, you know, hey, man, get this on. You know, let everybody see this. But uh, now the youth lounge is uh, off off limits. The video, right? Yeah. Yeah, obviously there is. I guess I could turn the camera off and go in there. Yeah. And yeah. see, actually, the stuff I'm giving you is a pre-recorded slideshow. It is not my forum presentation. It is the content of my forum presentation. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, this says something about content right here. You have to have my permission in uh, writing. So you'll have to sign a slip saying that he can including, use it. Including including incidental photographs containing material content. Man. Hey, uh, Bill. The, the, uh, I've well, figured just... out the uh, periodicity of your uh, beeping fire alarm. Yeah. About every 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I'll just bring this <laughs> and you can use this. What is that? I just need to, you have, you to, have my permission. Hold it up it's again. My, I, I did, you yeah. know, it has that's, to be. That's my written permission. Yeah. I, you know, I think it should look a little bit neater than that. I mean, you know, more. <laughs> well, you know. Now wait a minute. They, they, there is nothing on that form that says it has to be neat. Oh, you got to sign your name so that they know that it's you. Yeah. Well, yeah, there. I'll, I'll do my written position. My mine is now officially signed.
it, uh, your handwriting, you're a natural to be a doctor. Yeah, I was kind of the same way. But, uh, no, I went into computers. That way, when I killed my patients, I could bring them back to life. There you go. <laughs> I did biochemistry <laughs> in the first, uh, my first semester in grad school. We figured out uh, the formula for silly putty. Oh, Lord. We managed to get the uh, all the ingredients uh, through purchasing, and the professor or advisor signed it, not realizing what it was, and we made a basketball-sized chunk of silly putty. Oh, it was pretty Lord. awesome. <laughs> Actually, one of my projects that I built as a kid was a hydrogen-filled balloon. And I mean, and I, I cracked the hydrogen myself from aluminum foil and hydrochloric acid and all that stuff. They used to have canisters from World War II or Korean War at the military surplus stores where you could get that little canister with a tube and you could uh, inflate a weather balloon with yeah, it. I, did, uh, no, I, did I didn't know that, but I built this thing out of tissue paper and, you know, I now, now you're going to like this. I filled it with hydrogen, but it was designed to be a hot air balloon. Care, care to guess did, did what? Did you also put a sterno can underneath of it? Yes. <laughs> I bet it took off fast. I, 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 I should have filmed it. I had the Hindenburg all over again. <laughs> yeah. So, Bill, I had I had two of those hydrogen containers when I was 16 years old uh, in high school. Uh, they came with, and I got it through Army Mars, a Gibson Girl transmitter. And for people who don't know what the Gibson Girl was, uh, it was uh, it went with your life raft. You went down the ocean, and it was uh, yellow in color. It fit right between both your knees, and it had a crank on top. You could turn it. It would send Morse code. It would send out a distress signal and for the antenna. And, of course, you're floating in a life raft, and for the antenna, you got a uh, you got two you got two hydrogen you got two balloons, and you got a box kite that you could put together. And then on the uh, front of the Gibson girl, there's a little door you could open. It had a little crank on it, and it had about 300 feet of wire on that little spool. That's your antenna. And then it came with two hydrogen containers that you screw the little uh, pipe on the top of stick that in the balloon, and then you put the hydrogen container down in water. I'm sure it was made for salt water, but we we did one at my high school. Uh, we put it in just a regular tub of water, and it generated the hydrogen. And uh, we launched uh, a hydrogen balloon. Let's see, this has been in uh, 1964. And uh, uh, we had a, a, a two-cent postcard under it. If you find this, send it back to us. Man, that has been 58 years, and we have not received that postcard yet. Oh, that's what I found in my tree just Is the other it? day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. My brother actually found a message in a bottle in the Florida Keys when he was like 9, 10 years old, and it was actually from some oceanographic survey place. You know, so he sent it back into them but that was just really kind of cool
We had one where I had 28 party balloons from a birthday party, and I made a little UFO shape, <laughs> looked like the Enterprise, and put little, you know, warp drives on the back. We made it out of cardboard, and I put LEDs with a little battery to flash them, and you could see it as it went up at night. You could see it. We got a response back from 300 miles away. It went to Hazard, Kentucky from Ohio. And they said uh, the Enterprise encountered an ion storm. There was no survivor. <laughs> oh, cool. And they mailed it back to me. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And we sent yeah. up a snail, an actual snail, uh, on a bunch of balloons. My brother did this, and it ended up about 100 miles away, landed in downtown Coolville, Ohio. And the message came back. The first uh, first snail astronauts landed right in front of us, and but it and it survived the trip, but it did not survive show and tell at kindergarten. <laughs> and so it was the first dead snail in the mail. Oh wow! <laughs> it, they mailed it back to us. Oh lord! Now when we had you know when we went to do the model rocket stuff when we were kids, we used to launch lizards. Yeah, you because know, those just mm. all over the place in Florida. Imagine today, you might get in trouble for that. Oh yeah, yeah. but actually, all of ours survived. I wonder if you get course, in trouble today if you launch. We launched sail. fishing cricket. We launched fishing crickets uh, into the stratosphere because there's an <laughs> internet rumor that fishing crickets can hold their breath for yeah. two hours. And of course, you have to believe everything you read on the internet, right? Absolutely, so, it's all true. So we uh, decided to do it as a science experiment. We figured uh, that for the worst happened, they didn't survive. They would have been eaten by a fish anyway. So their fate was sealed one way or the other. And uh, when we opened the little canister, we didn't any do anything to insulate it or anything. We just took the fishing container with the holes in it and sent it up. Opened the lid, they all survived, and they all jumped out. <laughs> Well, cricket knots. There's been in the, in the past. There's been a lot of experimentation using bugs like that. Did you see the uh, MythBusters where they they took like a thousand bees? And they glued a string to all the bees and glued it to a laptop to see if the bees yeah. could the laptop. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. The bees never got that laptop off the ground, man. Nope. Now, Bill, if you are wondering, let's see, what's over this shoulder? That's my lab PC. Yes, I see that. Yeah, that's, that's the... That's the beast where all the Arduino magic happens on. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll look for your book uh, this uh, next weekend. Because uh, ARRL is sending up uh, 60 people, he said. Wow. That's well, a boatload. Uh, well, you have to understand, the um, Ham Exposition, or Boxborough, if you will, Bill, uh, only was for New England. 
okay? You know, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, Rhode Island, parts of Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Well, they decided that they were going to invite Eastern New York to participate in this. So, therefore, in forthwith, there are going to be a lot of people <laughs> coming for that specific event. Now, when when um, I, is that? It is the weekend after Huntsville. Okay. Well, I'll be sure and tell them at Huntsville to bring some copies of my book if they're not planning to. Yeah. Well, you know, just tell them. Take some, take some up to Ham Exposition. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're bringing 60 people, odds are they're bringing the whole farm. Well, you, you know, they, they, believe it or not, we're, we're close enough that, you know, 60 people, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's what, an hour? Yeah, it's about an hour, 15 yeah. minutes or something like that to to uh, Connecticut. So, I mean, you know, it's halfway yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was up there for the centennial way back when. I must have missed you. I was there. I actually did a presentation there. Oh, oh. Hmm. and uh, I know I saw Martin Jew. Martin Martin said to me, he "says When are you coming down to Starkville?" And I looked at him. I go, "Soon." Yeah. I think it was like what? What? What was the hundredth anniversary? I forget. Hundredth, but it was like two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen that I made it. Yeah. <laughs> That was their 45th. Yeah. 45th. Yeah. This year was their 50th. And of course, with COVID, they're not going to have a celebration this year. Yep. But oh, the, no, the reason why you didn't see me or didn't know me, Bill, is I did not have my first book out by then. I was nobody. Ah. Uh, now I'm nobody with a couple books. So. What was that? Uh, uh, what was that picture? What was it again? There you go. That was uh, that was me at one of a ham fest fifty years ago. I'm just let see that stuff on a table. You might see yeah. that same stuff on the table this weekend at Huntsville. No, you'll see it at Dayton though. Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, I've seen that Heath kit at Dayton. Oh yeah. I, uh, what, what's up with this? They, they're selling all that Collins stuff down there for like six hundred bucks. Jeez, is that I good, couldn't believe it. Is that good or good or yeah. bad? Well, I think the issue is you're running out of people who are Collins aficionados. No Collins loved it, had it as a kid kind of deal, and the new folks. If it doesn't do FT8, they're not interested. Right. So, Bill, do you think that's a good price or a bad price? I think oh, it's, it's a good price, to be honest with you, Tom. It's a steal if you can get it to somewhere that it's appreciated. Yeah. I mean, my first my first exposure of that was on the USNS Harkness in 1978. That was our telephone. <laughs> that was our telephone to the, to the world. Yeah. <laughs> a KWM, too. Oh, Lord. I mean, it's some of the most beautiful equipment that you'll ever see. Oh, absolutely. But, but most people today are like, you know, it doesn't have an LCD display. Wow. It doesn't have built-in USB audio for my digital modes. and 
you know, doesn't have filtering out the wazoo. You know, they don't, people just don't appreciate some of those classic rigs like we did. Back well, in that the 30L1, that 30L1 amplifier that they had, that was awesome. Well, back in the day, we would have killed you for that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I like that 3001. That was a cool amp. You know, but uh, that's that's one thing I like about Huntsville is every year it's kind of a different mix of gear that you don't generally see the same stuff year after year. And some years you can't you can't find a transceiver that's worth buying. And then others, you just have the whole place full of them. Like when I wanted to get back into ham radio in 2011, I had my heart set on an ICOM 746. Right. There wasn't one in the show hall. And it's okay, I'll take a 756. Well, there's about two in the show hall. And ran into an old co-worker and uh, got to talking. And it's like, you know what? I just need to go buy new. And next thing I know, I'm in the Yesu booth buying my my Yesu, and that's the first Yesu I've ever owned. Oh, and, hey, Tom, you remember that young kid there that won the uh, ICOM 7610 there in 2019? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, his older brother, okay, was one of the instructors over the summer there, up there in... in the um, voice of America, and uh, I had a chance to uh, talk to him on on YouTube, and all of them now have their extra class licenses. Oh, very and cool! And they, they said that <laughs> he he says my younger brother he says I can't I can't use the radio because he's using FTA. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to the Union City, Tennessee Ham Fest. Oh, gosh, this is about five years ago, four years ago now. And they had a young kid. I mean, he was like 12 years old or younger. And he passed his technician exam there. And he won the raffle, the grand prize at the raffle. And this, this poor kid is just in total shock. And then he won two and three other things. It was like his name was being called every every other ticket. It was just absolute. This poor kid was just so overwhelmed. It wasn't funny. Of course, everybody's laughing their guts out, you know, because who's more deserving than that? True. So, yeah, oh, it was it, the, but the look on his face when he won the grand prize was just total, you know, deer in the headlights, you know, what now kind of deal. But yeah, that they haven't had that one, you know. Hopefully, they'll have that one this spring. That's that's oh. another hop, skip, and a jump for me. But no, I'm going to the Space and Rocket Center on Friday just to to chill out and look at all the exhibits and stuff. One of my favorite mm. places to stop by. Let's see. So I go over early in the morning, stop there. And then by the time I leave, it's, you know, check-in time at the hotel, so I'm good. Yeah. And, I, and I'm away from all the craziness at the Embassy Suites. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying probably about five miles away. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, the I'm my hotel is like 120 a night, and Embassy Suites was what? Two hundred. Two fifty. Oh. Uh, and you had to book three nights, I think. Well, well, you know that that was something that really ticked me off. Uh, when I went down there in 2019, okay, uh, I called them up and I said to him, I says, Hey, I says, I plan on coming down on, uh, th- Thursday, Thursday evening. And I want to stay until, you know, Monday, Monday morning when the, when the, when the plane goes and, uh, the lady says, uh, no, you can't do that. And I says, what do you mean? I can't do that. I says, uh, uh, it ended up that I ended up at the Homewood Suites over yeah. on Gallatin Avenue. There, you know, it was a it was a ten minute walk. Yeah, but they they said, "Hey, we don't care when you leave." <laughs> yeah, no, I'm at the sleep in down the road because again the 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 Homewood Suites was overpriced. You know, well, they've all gotten a little too COVID. big for their britches. Last year, I stayed at the Embassy Suites. Just one night. No problem. This year? Nope, nope. Nothing less than three nights. And I'm like, I'm not paying seven hundred and fifty bucks plus tax. You know, that's a that's a rig. Really? You know, so nope, never mind. You know, when I'm you're going spending eight hundred dollars for an airline ticket to get get back and forth. Then. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, see, yeah, for me it's just a drive over from too. Memphis. I mean, at the, at the uh, uh, embassy you get free breakfast. Plus this year they've added dancing girls. Uh, so that that's that's an addition this year the dancing girls and um I well done shoot i'd else. be at at least 1500 then yeah. <laughs> well, i understand see- ruth chris that you that used to be in the hotel yeah. they, they they're over there you know over by the the homewood suites there i, I went by and i said gee i says didn't y'all be used to go over there <laughs> yeah they, they moved they were there now, there is a place, you know, you, you do not have to go out of the, the Civic Center now to eat. Uh, if you walk, there's a, there's a new restaurant in, well, right outside the door of the Civic Center, down on the very north end. Uh, and that Civic Center is big. You can walk for 15 minutes to that Civic Center. Oh, yeah. You, you know, walk 10 minutes this way and turn left and walk 8 minutes that way and then turn right and walk 20 minutes that way. If you can find your way through the Civic Center and you go out that that north door, there's a new nice restaurant that was open here last year uh, there uh, where you can eat. Well, we'll have to try that try that out this year, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm staying over Sunday this year. Yeah. Um, last year, you know, I drove home after um, the drawing Saturday and – it was just me driving alone, and let me tell you something. I got right to the outskirts of Memphis, and I was just so exhausted, I was almost ready just to stop and pull over. So this year, I'm staying over Saturday night also, going to stay Sunday for the drawing yep. and then drive home. Well, we're, we're going to head back Monday. In fact, we're driving Kathy's car over instead of taking the big Silverado. Yeah. The Silverado gets 20 miles a gallon. For some reason, her car makes gas as it drives. Yeah. She gets about 40 miles a gallon. So wow. I'm not bringing, 
I'm not bringing the big cart, the big cart with the wheels and the. Well, if you need extra storage space, I'm bringing an SUV, and it's just me. Yeah, I, I, everything's gonna fit in the back seat of the car or the trunk, but. uh, But I mean, if you buy a boat anchor or anything like that, I got room. Yeah, I've decided not to bring the roll around cart because that thing weighs about eighty pounds. Yeah. And it's tough to roll around in. Hey, Glenn. Can I give you some boat anchors? Uh, not me. You give them to Tom. Oh boy, I well, I am in, I am in a I'm in a. You can give them to me, and I'll bring them home. But I'm not taking them to your house. <laughs> but uh, I mean, literally, the the stuff I'm planning to buy, I'm bringing over a full size SUV, and I ain't gonna have but you know, a tenth of it filled with stuff. Ninety percent of what I plan to buy will fit in my backpack. That's the uh, that's the way to do it. One hundred there. <laughs> well, a friend introduced me to the back idea, backpack idea about eight years ago. I had always gone to the ham fest, you know, and you're just stuffing it in those bags that everybody gives you. And I've actually left a bag full of goodies. Just I sat it down, forgot where I left it, and then right. gone. <laughs> yeah, but no, my friend, you know, saw him with a backpack, and I'm like. What a cool idea. So, you know, next ham fest, I had me a backpack, and that is the most wonderful thing because you can bring your own drinks and, you know, all that good stuff. But then you can put all your odds and ends and connectors and all the junk that you buy, just throw it in a backpack. When you get home, you sort through the backpack, and you don't leave stuff on tables or, or forget where you put it. I understand. Yeah. So no, but I do have a lot of odds and ends lists, and you know they're probably not going to have all of what I want, but they generally have a lot of what I'm looking for. And of course, again, once you get there, you have no idea what what you're going to find. So there's always something new and different there that I just have to have. To, par- to paraphrase an old song, you can't always get what you want but sometimes you'll get what you need right and that's but the thing is sometimes i go over there and i don't even know that i need something and i'll see it on a table and i'm like oh yeah (laughs) gotta get that hey uh maybe next week i have pictures from fair radio sales i stopped there uh, a week or two weeks ago when i was up in ohio and I stopped in to see if they still were open, and they they're in a different location from what I remember. But they have boat anchors and boat anchors and boat anchors. Oh wow! It's really really quite an amazing sight. So I'll show pictures uh, maybe next week on that one. Very okay. cool. That'd be cool. All right, guys, yeah. we are getting close to the end of our uh, segment on shortwave. Uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody out there who's watching. You've been watching after the show show, which is a part of uh, Amateur Radio Roundtable. We're on every Tuesday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on W5KUB. It's a show about ham radio. We're glad to have you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please come back and uh, join us again next week. Yeah, we may or may not have my presentation. And let's see. <laughs> let me play. Uh, let's see. I got Glenn right here. Here we go. So uh, you're saying I can ask this 
any question. The cat is connected to the computer. You just type in the question. It will read his mind. Yeah. You notice Demon Child didn't bother coming up on the desk but for a couple minutes tonight. Well, she doesn't, she doesn't like this camera angle. <laughs> My back's to where she'd be, and she just does not like that. She no. prefers me to not, not the center of the attention is not exactly. a good place. Exactly. No, she was behind me over the shoulder, and everybody could see her, but that's not good enough. Got to be front and center. <laughs> if uh, I had gotten on the lab computer. She would have been on that desk. That that's a constant running battle over there. Because <laughs> where's at, Godzilla? Is she asleep? She's probably right outside the door. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, she's she's been in here, but she just she's just not the camera type. If I go to grab her, she'll run down the hall. Uh huh. Okay. Well, yeah. And see y'all Friday. Oh, you coming down? No, I'm going to. I'm going to watch the setup. Oh, I want to see everybody when they pull in. Well, you won't win. see me on Friday. You'll see me Saturday. Oh, okay. Because Friday, I'm hitting the space center, and then I'm hitting the hotel. And if I find some folks, we'll go out and dinner and party and something. But I ain't going to be at that von Braun Center until Saturday morning. All right, good and night, you, everybody. I'm gone. Yeah. I gotta give me some popcorn or something. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Be a, be a good judge of me though, because how hungover I am tells you how good the party was the night before. Right. So, that, night that's seven three. Yeah. So. <laughs>